Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from May 26th until June 2nd. We are closing out May with eclipse energies as well as Mercury retrograde beginning. And we are beginning June with a lot of energy revealing to us what matters now and perhaps giving us even more to think about. So we'll be talking about some of these big themes here in today's show. And as always, I hope that at least one message resonates with you at this time and supports you, gives you more insights into maybe what you are moving through or thinking about as well as the changes that you are being supported in making. And that is a big theme right now as we move into June, is that there is a lot of change. It's a very dynamic energy at this time, and it can feel uncertain. It can feel like there's a lack of stability, yet at a very deep level, This is exactly what we're ready for. This is exactly what we need. There is an acceleration of energies that are moving us into new experiences, new phases of life, and new choices. This can even just be as simple as you feel and understand how you are shifting and changing, what has taken place within you, maybe new realizations, new understandings, new parts of yourself that you're meeting for the first time. It is a big season of change that's underway, and of course we can feel it across multiple areas of our lives. So we're going to start with the May 26 Sagittarius total lunar eclipse uh, that I have been talking about for a few weeks now, and I do have some other episodes for you on these energies. In this podcast, I tend to stick to the astrological energies, and what is coming up here is that this is a total lunar eclipse where the moon is at 5 degrees of Sagittarius, the sun is at 5 degrees of Gemini, and the earth comes through the middle of their conversation, the energy's eclipsed, meaning something is maybe shut off or shut down, or something could be awakened and instigated. There can be a fast turnover of energy with eclipses where something is removed, it's over, it's complete. At the same time, there could be an energy that's rising up in you that you really feel or sense in a very powerful way. Eclipses can bring about clarity. They can bring about sudden revelations, or quick messages. So understand that there is an element here of change, of information coming in. And that's strong because of the multiple planets in Gemini that are really helping us open up our minds. And that's one of the gifts of Gemini, is that we are able to see something differently, to allow new information to come in, to be connected to higher levels of awareness. Oh, I didn't see that before. Oh, I didn't know that before. So this energy cycle that we're in is going to open us up to more information, new messages, and even missing information. So something can come through that helps you understand more, understands a fuller story, understands what's going on. Maybe there's information that comes in that helps you gather together what you need or to create a plan or to understand next steps. So this Gemini energy 
is very active and it's going to stay active for a number of weeks because we are in Gemini season. And of course, with the Sagittarius lunar eclipse, we know that the sun is at five degrees of Gemini. So just getting started in this astrology sign and is also being joined by Venus in Gemini and Mercury stationing retrograde on May 29th, also in Gemini. And each of these energies is working with the North Node. So over the next week, the Sun in Gemini is going to make a conjunction to the North Node in Gemini. And that North Node is where we are learning and growing. What is coming up that we didn't know before, that we're really understanding in a new way, The North Node often requires us to develop new skills, to understand more of what we weren't in touch with. That North Node stretches us. We grow. We grow through the North Node. So with it in Gemini, we're growing through communications. We're growing through staying curious and asking questions. We're learning how to be very mindful with our words and our thoughts, perhaps You're even catching yourself going down some internal rabbit holes or maybe there's mental spinning. And that North Node in Gemini reminds you that you are in charge of your mind and your mental energies. And so what needs to shift? Where are you ready to learn something new? Where are you ready to be more intentional with the mental energy? In fact, with these four planets in Gemini and Actually, the North Node is a point. It's not a planet. Uh, With these four energies in Gemini, we have the opportunity here to be better managers of our minds. And yes, the energy can be very alive and there can be a lot going on, a lot that we're looking to organize and bring together and just a lot of possibilities happening. But we also have the ability to moderate that and to do so in a way that supports all of our energy, all of our talents and gifts. And that extends to what your body needs, what your intuition is feeling what your heart is sensing, what's coming up in your emotional world. So we could be a little bit overly focused on our minds and everything going on. And yet, remember that you have support through the body. Meaning, if you've been sitting at the computer for too long, go for a walk. Do something to move the energy. Do something to move the energy from the mind into the body. This is also true for your intuition and trusting yourself and saying, okay, but what do I feel about this? All these thoughts are going through my head, but how does it feel? What comes up immediately when I ask that question? Because chances are you get an immediate response around what you're feeling. Even as simple as asking yourself, how am I feeling today? How is today's energy going for me? Right away, you could get a keyword or you could have something come in that shows you what you're feeling, such as, oh, I'm feeling really energized. I'm feeling really happy. I'm feeling really light. Or... Maybe you're feeling a little bit heavy, a little bit uncertain. Trust the instant messages that come through. And that's a very quick and easy way to get in touch with how you're feeling. Is that quick asking the question and then getting that really immediate answer that comes through. 
All of this is important because it helps us to maintain a balance and a harmony in all of our energy systems as we basically integrate more of ourselves into the wholeness of who we are. And so as that sun in Gemini makes a conjunction to the north node, which will happen on May 30th, May 31st, the sun is bringing information to the north node. The sun shines a light on these Gemini themes that we're learning. So there could be opportunities over the next week to really practice better communication skills, to really be intentional with what you say, write, express. This can also show up as a strong activation of the throat chakra, where you're feeling that surge of energy to get something communicated, to speak it, to say it, to really understand what is coming through you that maybe you've been holding back or suppressing. The Gemini energy does very well when it can be clear and precise, when you can perhaps incorporate an example or a story with what you need to say or communicate. Gemini is the storyteller, and so we can be better communicators when we include perhaps a story or something that illustrates a point, something that is relatable. Uh, Perhaps it's an analogy, there's a metaphor, there's something that you're needing to say and a parable supports it. So anything around these Gemini communication skills can be beneficial over the next week. And know that it's a beautiful time to say what you need to say, to express yourself in a way that is really good for you. And that's part of the gifts of Gemini is that we look at what you need to move through you, what you need to express and say. And this can simply be getting it out of your head where you write it down, you make a list, uh, you talk to yourself, you talk to yourself out loud. It can actually be really effective because then you not only are activating the throat chakra and speaking aloud, you're hearing yourself. And I've also found that it can be beneficial to talk it out with yourself if you don't want to share or process information with another, but to do so by recording the information you're saying, like on on one of those uh, free voice apps or a recorder where you say what you need to say and then you listen back to yourself. You listen back to how you come across, uh, to what you sound like, to what words you're choosing. This is actually something that is regularly done when people need to do public speaking, is that they then practice and practice and are getting better every time, but it helps you to really listen to yourself and understand what is coming across. And of course, communication is so paramount to us that the ways that we can each be more conscious of these parts of ourselves, the better, the better for ourselves and the better for those that we need to have conversations with. So this sun in Gemini connecting with the north node in Gemini is typically also an opportunity to see 
a new direction, a new path, a new opportunity, because that North Node is opening us up to more soul growth. So again, over the next week, if something comes up or comes through that is an invitation or an opportunity, uh, perhaps it's travel or something that is getting you moving, that could be a gift of growth and a wonderful opportunity to follow. And that will be happening at 10 degrees of Gemini. Gemini is a fast-moving energy, and so it could feel like the pace of life has quickened, where there's more going on, there's more errands, there's more things you need to do in a day. Gemini is about our daily environment. Uh, We get in the car and we go run our errands, or we go pick up the kids from school, or we need to go meet a friend for happy hour, check out what's happening in a new neighborhood. All kinds of things get moving in Gemini season and there could be a quickening of the energies where all of a sudden there's a lot you need to do in a day or there's a lot you're looking to do. So it can be very helpful to stay organized, uh, do those to-do lists, stay clear on what the priorities are because Gemini can also be very scattered where the thoughts come through quickly and then you forget or you remember, you know, when you're laying in bed trying to go to sleep, and you're like, oh my goodness, I forgot to do X, Y, Z. So it's important to make a list to stay on top of it because the energy is very fast and we're in eclipse season where things can come through very quickly and unexpectedly and we go off on a different tangent. So one of the most important things right now is to be intentional with your grounding practices, with breathing, with allowing yourself to take a breath and take a moment and to come back to where you can feel stable within yourself, stable and steady within your own energy field. It can be very easy to be pulled in multiple directions at once and we can easily be overwhelmed. Also with Gemini, because you can feel scattered, it's like you can have a lot going on, but nothing gets completed, nothing gets finished because you're on to the next project or off to the next errand. So keep in mind that we're in a period here where the energy is moving fast, the days are moving fast, and what are your priorities Be sure and keep those in your awareness and it will help you feel on top of it and in charge of everything going on. Now, we're going to have Mercury stationing retrograde this week. Specifically, this starts on May 29th at 6.33 p.m. That's Eastern Daylight Savings Time. And this coincides with some school's being complete for the year, with people getting ready to start a vacation or a trip. And the Mercury retrograde in Gemini means check the details, confirm your reservations, make sure you have the timing right, but expect changes because this Mercury is being squared by Neptune and Neptune removes. Neptune causes confusion where you thought it was one thing and then it turns out to be another. Again, there's a lack of stability here. So we're being asked to just trust the flow, trust what shows up, but also to be aware of the details and the specifics that matter. Mercury moves slowly when it slows down to station retrograde, and this means that we do have an opportunity to pause, 
to allow, to take it in. And I feel like this Mercury retrograde, which lasts until June 22nd or 23rd, depending on your time zone, this is a Mercury retrograde where you're going to want to give yourself time before making decisions. And that's one of the best practical approaches to this energy is that if something comes up quickly or if you're feeling like there's a lot happening, you have to make a choice, you have to make a decision, it could be very wise to say, let me think about it and I'll get back to you in five hours. I'll get back to you tomorrow. Let me think about it. Let me consider this. And that's a way to work with this energy and to not feel rushed or pressured because Mercury retrograde in Gemini, especially with a square to Neptune in Pisces, is wanting us to not only make a decision from the mind, but to access more of our energy and to say, okay, but how do I feel? What does my intuition say? Is this really what I want? We're needing more time to check in with ourselves. And that's a gift of this Mercury retrograde energy is that we can slow down and say, okay, just a sec, hold on, let me check in. Because the mind can be very quick to say yes or say no. The mind can be very fast, especially in this energy, to have a decision. But the square to Neptune is actually an opportunity to move away from only the mind's abilities and to say, well, what do I feel about this? And does this fit with what I want and what I'm creating and what I'm focused on? And you might have a very different answer where at first you're finding yourself saying yes, but maybe when the question was asked, there wasn't a disclosure of the full information. This just happened to me, in fact, and someone asked me something and I was interested and then they came back around and they gave me all this information that totally changed my answer where I thought, oh, well, if you had said this up front and been clearer in what you were asking, that would have been helpful. But this Neptune energy right now means that not everything might be fully disclosed. There might be secrets. There might be information that's withheld. This could also be the energy of white lies, where that Neptune energy, it's a little bit like, well, it's not the full story. Maybe I'm bending the truth. Maybe there's a little bit more here that I don't want you to know about. Because Neptune is about illusions, and those can be beautiful illusions and deceptive illusions. And so that's why we trust our intuition, because you could say something feels off here, Or let me ask more questions before I commit, before I give an answer. And again, that's one of the energies here of this Mercury retrograde. Slow down, give yourself time to think about it, ask questions, get specifics, and make sure that nothing's being held back, that there aren't important details that aren't being disclosed up front. Because otherwise, what would happen is that because it's Mercury retrograde, I think that that information is going to come out anyways. It would come out in most likely July. So the slower you can be in this energy, meaning the more intentional and the clearer you can be, the easier it's going to be to navigate 
Also, you're learning to trust yourself more, to trust your energy outside of just your mind, because our minds can be very certain at times, right? They can say, okay, I see this. I understand this. This is what I want, but there could be more going on and more in the energy that you're able to pick up on when you trust yourself and when you're able to step back or step away from the overactive mind. And actually, I have another example of this coming through. We really rely on what we see, on the visuals of our life, on the visuals of what we're looking at on a screen or watching on TV. Uh, We're really aware of the power of images and what we're surrounded by. But this Mercury retrograde is saying, You don't always know and you can't always trust everything you see, especially on a screen, especially at this time. I mean, it feels like there's some deeper energies here that have been maneuvering in very manipulative ways, almost like there's things that are going on that it's like it's fooling people, right? They're like, oh, buying into a story and buying into what they're seeing, but they aren't going deeper into the energy or even trusting when something feels off. Like this feels a little weird. Something feels off here. What I'm seeing on the screen, yeah, I see it, but the energy isn't fully 100% there. And this is when we start asking intelligent questions or when we're understanding more of what might be happening. And it reminds me of that video that just came out or was out a few months ago where someone had created that artificial intelligence uh, video of Tom Cruise. Did you see that? Where I believe it was on TikTok and it was fake. It was fake persona, a fake reality. And yet our eyes believe it, right? Because you're like, well, I'm looking right at it. I know that's Tom Cruise, but it wasn't. And so it's kind of interesting how we're living in this world where it can be a little tricky to know the truth if you're only relying on your mind. Whereas if you're trusting your intuition or you're trusting something feels off here, something doesn't feel right. If you're trusting that, and then if you're okay, not knowing You're okay saying, okay, something feels off. I'm not sure why. I don't know exactly what it is. That's just what I'm feeling and sensing. When you trust that, you're opening up to even more of your intuition and you're opening up to even more energies that are speaking to you. So I think that's going to be a strong energy here as we move into June is that We're going to be asking questions about what's real. Is this true? Do I believe this? And that's because of Neptune squaring Mercury retrograde in Gemini. Now, this energy is also strong. Let's just jump ahead here to the June 10th Gemini solar eclipse at 20 degrees that also has a square from Neptune, but that's going to light up the energy. Like that's where there could be more revelations around what's not true, what is fake, what is not real, uh, where there is a fake storyline or a fake narrative going on because that Neptune energy is going to create confusion and at some point it also will open up almost like Pandora's box, like all this new information that was not clear 
but comes to light. Uh, So we're going to have quite an interesting ride here through Gemini season as new information is going to come to light, but there's going, there could also be like mass confusion where almost like people are arguing and I mean, Granted, people have been doing that for how many years now on social media, arguing about everything. But this is about the differences in perception and reality that's created. And I feel like it's actually the separation is between the 3D and the 5D, meaning there's energies of those who are very much about what you see is what you get. And then there's energies associated with, well, there's so much more going on and I know what I'm feeling or what I'm sensing, even if I don't have evidence to prove it just yet. So I feel like there's this energy that's all kind of moving around and shifting around. And what you can do to navigate it is trust yourself. Continue to trust what feels right for you and to be okay not having exact answers or clarity just yet. Now, another gift of this Gemini energy is to keep talking it out. Have an ongoing conversation. Just allow the discussion to continue to unfold. And that's when more information will come forward. Or that's when you'll learn more about someone. Or that's when you'll discover more information. So the Gemini energy is really about how we have these ongoing conversations and discussions in order to accumulate more information and to keep learning to keep learning about ourselves as well as about another person. Now, Venus is also in the mix here. Uh, She is moving through the third deacon of Gemini. She is also squaring Neptune and Pisces on May 27th. And then she has an exact conjunction to Mercury on May 28th. And these energies here of Venus in Gemini is that she brings a pleasantness to the conversation. She can make it easier to say something or express it in a lovely manner. Uh, She has very nice social skills and she's able to support us in what we want to express or say. Now, Venus is going to move on into Cancer on June 2nd. And when she moves into Cancer, she softens and relaxes. She's looking for a break. She's looking for downtime. And this could actually be a welcomed relief because there's been so much Gemini energy and because we're in eclipse season. Venus enters Cancer and she is ready to lounge and she just wants to relax. Like there's a sense here of, okay, what do I need to do to take care of myself? Cancer being a feminine energy and a water sign, it's where we come back to what's in our hearts. We come back to home base. So this Venus takes us inside ourselves to balance what we're doing with what we need. And she gives us the opportunity to assess and say, you know, maybe I don't feel like doing that or maybe I don't want to do that anymore. Venus is actually very lovely in Cancer, but she can be a little bit moody and she can be a little bit more private. So the feminine energy here is going to be flowing through and it's going to be asking us to take a needed break. To take a needed break to really check in with what's going on in your own energy and to know that it's absolutely vital these days to step back from it all. To not push yourself and to not do too much. 
Now we also have Mars still moving through Cancer and Mars will be trining Neptune in Pisces May 30th. This is a very soft flowing energy where Mars in Cancer trines Neptune in Pisces and we don't want to do much. We just want to lay low, take a break, have a nice vacation, be in the flow of life. What's interesting about this Mars and Cancer is that Cancer is ruled by the moon. And so therefore, that Mars energy is ruled by what the eclipses are doing, what the eclipses are bringing up, because the eclipses are connected with the lunar cycle. And so Mars and Cancer is ruled by the lunar cycle. And so here's this Mars that could have some deeper understandings around what he feels. And this Mars in Cancer, he tends to be more private and even a bit defensive, almost like, I don't want you to see what I'm feeling. He, he could feel like if he shows what he's feeling, it's a weakness. Uh, this Mars is always connected with masculine energy. So the masculine energies could feel more self-protective right now. Uh, they could feel like there's a need to just kind of take space hold back, and be in a private energy, especially to process anything that might be coming up. So we have an interesting energy here because this Mars in Cancer is deeply feeling these lunar energies, is deeply feeling the Sagittarius lunar eclipse, and will also be feeling that Gemini solar eclipse. And I feel like this is where Mars in Cancer is going deeper into emotional programming, deeper into the emotional world or emotional experience that maybe was hidden or shut down. It feels like this Mars has kind of been excavating, like maybe digging in to why am I this way or what has come up for me and why am I feeling this way and, and where did my feelings originate? And it's a very interesting inquiry And this is just what I'm feeling intuitively because this Mars in Cancer would rather not be in his feels. Like he really doesn't want to spend a lot of time in this emotional pool. He wants to get going. He wants to be productive and take charge and really be the commander. And he will in June. He enters Leo June 11th. And that's a very strengthening energy for Mars. But until then, he's in this deep emotional world where it could feel like he's drowning at times. He's really uncomfortable. I want to get out of this. But there's a lot of good energy here for him to understand because that cancer energy relates to our early childhood, to our first experiences of our feelings and of our emotions. It relates to how we were taught or how we felt safe to express what we feel. Cancer is about home, family, a mother's maternal lineage. It's about even your first experience of your mother where you weren't even conscious of it. You weren't aware of it. It was just something, this was my mom. This is how I interacted with my mom. And so it can bring up your emotional interactions with your mom, whether you felt emotionally validated or heard, whether your emotions were acknowledged or recognized. And so it brings up all this stuff that maybe we weren't aware of. 
And because Mars is a trigger, it can come up with a force. It can come up as anger or resentment. It can come up as being pissed off or frustrated. And so this Mars stirs the pot, the emotional energy that's underneath and shows us what we've been carrying or holding that maybe we're ready to transform and elevate. So it's funny how it can rise up in your subconscious that you're just mad at your mom or you're mad at a female or you're mad at a woman or you're mad at somebody. You're mad at your family. You're mad at your home life. You're, you're not even sure why. But the Mars in Cancer is saying there's more here. So as we go into cancer, it's because something was hurt. Cancer can be about where we were emotionally hurt and we learned to retract. We learned not to be vulnerable. We learned not to open up. Something was shut down and not okay. So then you go into this hyper-protective energy. And so Mars in Cancer He's extra strong right now because of these eclipses. So that's why I'm focusing on him because this energy is really being stirred up where you could say, oh my goodness, I didn't realize I was holding this or I was feeling this way. And now it's being instigated or something's being provoked. And it goes back to that inner child that felt very vulnerable and alone. Cancer wants connection. The energy of cancer wants to connect, wants to be heard, wants to be hugged, wants to be held. And it could be the realization of, okay, that wasn't my emotional experience. That wasn't what I felt growing up. And so that explains some things, or maybe that opens you up to more understandings of yourself and what you unconsciously accepted and knew when you were younger, before you knew better, before you knew better. So there's inner child work here that can be coming up, but can also help connect some dots and explain some things. And cancer relates to the mother, but this could also be to your home environment, your childhood environment. It can relate to siblings or to a father figure or just the overall emotional energy that you grew up in. It could be coming up big right now. I mean, this energy is really powerful and strong and chances are it comes up and then it can also feel like you notice everything you did not receive. It's almost like you notice the lack or the voids. You notice what was not there, what was missing, because you're also now in connection with what you do need, what you do want, what is emotionally solid for you or what feels good emotionally. I feel this as like a huge growth opportunity. It's almost like this huge expansion is available in our hearts, but it also requires responsibility because as we mature, we are responsible for our emotional experiences. So you notice what a childhood issue was or where you maybe didn't get what you needed uh, simply because your parents weren't aware of that. They weren't at that level of consciousness. They didn't know you. They are going about their lives. And I don't mean this as an excuse, simply as an understanding, more of that objective understanding of who our parents are or who our parents were. Then As we mature and grow up, we are responsible for ourselves and we're responsible for, okay, this is what I need. This is what I feel. This is what I'm going to understand about myself. I'm going to love this and honor this. 
And what happens is there becomes kind of this reconnection back to yourself, where if this Mars in Cancer is showing you where connections didn't happen, where you didn't feel emotionally supported, emotionally validated, or emotionally safe, there's opportunity here during this eclipse season to reframe the story. Remember, Gemini is the storyteller, and we have all this Gemini energy that's helping us see it differently, think about it in new ways, create a new narrative, create a new story that you can use that empowers you, and that's how you shift the energy. So it's interesting because even though this Mars in Cancer is not really active in terms of transiting aspects, it's very symbolic how he's on his own, in his own world, in his emotions, really feeling some things that maybe are catching him by surprise. Like, I didn't realize this is what I felt or this is what I needed. I didn't realize, like, I'm feeling like parts of a heart are shut down, almost like it was just not safe. Okay, I can't think about that. I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to direct my energy towards what I'm good at, towards where I will be recognized, where I will be acknowledged. It's kind of like we could have reprogrammed our heart at a young age to get the love we needed out of survival, out of any possible driving need, especially when we're younger. But I feel like what's happening at this time is that there is this opening up of energies within us where we're seeing more of what we need that can feel very vulnerable, especially if you're meeting this part of yourself for the first time. And it's sort of like you have new parts of yourself you don't know how to express or you don't know what to say or you don't know what this is just yet. It's all very new. But the Venus going into Cancer is going to bring in some soothing energy, some calming energy, and a reminder that it's safe to be all of you. It's safe to have emotional needs. It's safe to have an emotional world or to need to have those emotional connections with others. There's this energy that's coming in here that's really bringing up more of our own truth. Again, it could be for the first time in your life, but there is divine timing at play here. This is absolutely right on time for you to understand or meet these parts of yourself because I feel like the energy starts to blossom and bloom effortlessly. It's sort of like, I'm going to make a change or I'm going to try something differently. And even if it's like micro baby steps, like like nano steps, right? Where you're just like, okay, I'm very tentative about this, but I'm just going to try. It's going to take off. It's almost like it's just going to be okay. Almost like that first time you express something from your heart and it can feel really scary and vulnerable, but it's really well received and it's accepted and it's validated. And then it's easier than you think to keep doing that. That's the energy I'm feeling here. So this does connect to the Mercury retrograde energy and the strong Gemini energy where we have to reprogram our minds around what it means to be all of ourselves and what it means to show up and be all of you 
even if it's new and different and a little scary and you know you have that sense of what am I doing it feels like it's just right on time it feels really supported and because it's eclipse season the energy can move faster and it can be easier than what you think almost like if you overthink it you make it worse and this just happened with my son at the playground he was climbing up the ladder and was at the top rung of the ladder eight feet in the air and he all of a sudden stops and he's like I'm scared I'm scared I don't know how to get down and of course he's climbed up and down this very same ladder multiple times and he was paralyzed with the fear because he was overthinking it and so what I did which is a wonderful parenting trick is the redirect where okay let's think about something else so I told him it's okay you're safe up there you're okay what do you see what can you see up there look at how high you are what can you see and he started telling me oh I see this I see that and then he sees his friends run by and all of a sudden he starts climbing down the ladder to go chase his friends and that's because he got his mind out of it he wasn't overthinking it anymore And part of why he had that paralysis up there was that he wasn't trusting his body because the body knows how to climb down a ladder. But when you're overthinking it, right, you're not trusting your body. So as soon as he got out of his mind and was able to redirect his attention to something else, then he was able to just automatically climb back down that ladder. The body knows what to do. And that's when you trust yourself. So if you get paralyzed or if there's something going on, maybe you redirect, you look at something else, you think of something else, you don't spend too much time in the head, but then something else will open up. Because again, when we're too overly focused on the mind, we can shut things down, we can overthink it, and that's when we have that analysis paralysis. Whereas when you step back and you take some deep breaths and you focus on something else, you're allowing the energy to open up. And that's what happens too, is the energy opens up when we allow it to. So over this week, be very mindful of the stories you're telling yourself of what's coming up. Perhaps stay aware of anything that's triggered or coming up in your emotional world, especially if it pertains to anything from early childhood. And look at what you can tell yourself differently, the new story, the new understanding. And, you know, I'm also feeling like if something comes up and it's really big around these early childhood issues, there's a lot of great information these days around how to understand your parents better, who they are. I mean, you could bring up their own astrology chart. And if you look at their moon sign, and their moon sign is really different from your moon sign, that's where there can be a disconnect, an emotional disconnect. Because if your moon sign is in water, a water sign, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, but their moon sign is in an air sign, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, they're going to approach their emotional world from an intellectual standpoint. They're not going to have the same emotional needs that you have. So, It could be helpful to look at your parents' astrology chart if you happen to have their birth details in order to understand them more. Because the beautiful thing about astrology is that we understand ourselves and we understand each other better. And that can allow us to see something from a broader perspective as we get to know 
more of who they are and how it's different from who you are. So just one thing that might be interesting if you wanted to go down that rabbit trail of information. So I do have for you the June monthly soul growth astrology webinar now available where I talk about all of the major transiting aspects for the month of June and also there are videos on the energies of the Gemini solar eclipse and the Capricorn full moon plus the Jupiter and Pisces energies. So we're moving into June here and we have Mercury retrograde and more eclipse energies on the way. So we're in the middle of the year, believe it or not. Uh, Again, that June monthly Soul Growth Astrology webinar is available. It's 11 bucks with that coupon code Gemini. And I hope it gives you a good heads up on the month ahead, especially if it's your birthday month and you can see what energies may be happening for your solar return. As always, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you have a beautiful week ahead. I hope that these eclipse energies are helping you on your own awakening journey and also, of course, supporting you as we are always supported and loved. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. On my YouTube channel, you can find out a lot more astrology through my various playlists. So be sure and check those out. There's playlists on the various transiting planets, learning more about your astrology chart, asteroids, all kinds of good stuff. So be sure and check that out. I will see you back here every Monday and Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining me and thank you so much for sharing this podcast with others who may also benefit from this information. Have a beautiful week ahead and I will see you back here soon. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.